Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to HR Talk. This is Ricky Baez, co-host of this ship. JC got some last-minute things he had to take care of, so he's not going to be on the show today. Folks, it's been a heck of a year, has it not? 2022 is just weeks from being over. 2023 is literally right around the corner. And, man, it's been a rocky, rocky year so far. I know um, earlier this year, JC and I were talking about what what we can expect from the workforce and HR uh, later on this year, which is just now. Um, and it's uh, it's it's been pretty rocky. It has been pretty rocky, especially if you're employees over at Facebook, Disney, Meta, HP, Amazon, all these other organizations that are kind of course correcting, right? Course correcting from the big um, uh, push we have for recruiting last year. Because this time last year, there were a lot of organizations. Excuse me, there, there were a lot of recruiters that were very busy, very busy, both reactively and proactively looking for people either on LinkedIn or just you know tapping into their into their close niche networks to make sure that their organization that they're recruiting for are hitting the recruiting numbers because, you know, after the pandemic when, you know, kind of product, not productivity, but the workforce and work started to decline and the need for workforce started to take a steep decline, it's slowly coming back up. And this time last year, there was a lot of movements from people jumping from one organization to another just because they were being tapped on the shoulder on LinkedIn. And uh, fast forward to right now, I, I, I guess they've done that too much because now the uh, the um, the field is course correcting, and now organizations are laying people off in anticipation and really um, harsh. I guess, yeah, I can call it a harsh economic downturn coming up here pretty soon. So organizations are trying to either, A, make sure they're course correcting to make sure they got the right amount of payroll on there, or B, just being very extremely careful into what's coming next year. But it begs the question, it begs the question, what if with everything happening right now, you, let's just make believe right now, you did not get laid off, right? So you survived, so you get what's called survivor's guilt. And the very next day or the very next business day when everybody else was just laid off and you're coming into work with the rest of your colleagues that are left over or left behind, I don't know how you want to say that, um, it, it's, you're, you're feeling some kind of way. You're feeling some kind of way because you're asking yourself, it's, and we're human beings, we do this all the time, you're, you're doubting whether management, well, I don't, I don't want to say doubting, but you're questioning why you, why you're still there. Again, survivor's guilt. And to make matters worse, it could be that maybe two or three weeks ago, you yourself we're thinking about quitting because you find your organization is just so toxic. Or maybe you yourself wanted to quit a chaotic job. And that is exactly the uh, article I saw earlier today. Today's Monday, by the way, <laughs> December 12th of 2022. And this morning I read an article from the Wall Street Journal and it's called When to Quit a Chaotic Job. And let me tell you, this is by Rachel F- Feinsyke. I hope I said that right. She's a columnist at the Wall Street Journal uh, on the work and life section. 
And the uh, the article went to quit a chaotic job. It starts talking about um, people who are are been wanting to quit, been wanting to make a shift in their career, but they're kind of holding on. They want to wait for the perfect time, quote unquote. And what this article does very cleverly, by the way, it does a really good job at talking it pointing out the risk that are involved in in you going ahead and making that jump at a time when there's a lot of people that are laying off and just weighing out the pros and cons of that uh, but it goes even further to talk about a, a uh, all these employees who make the jump some of them have made the jump without having something else locked on other people made the jump um, with something else locked on that does not necessarily a w2 employee employment. So in October, according to the article, four point, actually, no, or just, just north of 4 million people in October um, quit their jobs. 4.03 million people in October quit their job. And some of those folks went to do something else. We've talked on this on this show about uh, the uh, people going to be a, a 1099 uh, contractor. Some of them decided to just take it easy <laughs> and just write a book, according to, to this article. And other people just needed a change. Um, one, one person in particular on this article, it talks about this gentleman, but this teacher by the name of, of Chris French. Um, and what he did, he decided on his off time to just um, get certified in data analytics. And um, once he started upping his education and making sure he increases his skill set to make more money, when he finally is able to do so, he's able to make that jump. So he's one of those people who, yeah, he's in a profession. He's a teacher out of Jersey. He's in, he's in a thankless profession. Obviously, nobody becomes a teacher to be a millionaire. Everybody that becomes a teacher is just somebody who has a bigger heart than their wallets need uh, because they they you really have to care for what you do to do that job. Um, now, it's I say that because obviously I grew up with a, a respect for teachers, but I've also worked in HR at the Orange County Public School Systems, and I see what these teachers do. I see what, how they're, they are forced to make ends meet um, um, because, uh, in their classrooms by dipping into their own pockets, which they don't get paid what they deserve to get paid to begin with. So hats off to teachers. Go ahead. But you've got some folks who are who are, are, are forced to make some difficult decisions. And here now at the end of 2022, we got more options than ever before. And those options look like right now is Monday. So if this Friday, if you get laid off or this Friday, you decide to quit and you want to make a quick two, three hundred bucks. All you have to do is just sign up for Uber Eats, uh, DoorDash, any of those services that are out there right now that depending what state you're in and what kind, what uh, what lawsuits you're facing, you're you're at, you're a contractor and you can pretty much call your hours. So compare that to 20 years ago when that opportunity never existed, I don't see any reason why the number of people who jump ship without having anything locked on isn't bigger now because there's more opportunities to it. So when I get it, when I see an article, when it says when to quit a chaotic job, it's easier now more than ever. So here's here's what I want the listeners to walk away with. If you are in a position right now where you do not like where you work, you get paid pretty decent money, you are making ends meet, but you're not fulfilled 
like personally fulfilled, you've got to really strategize on your exit strategy. You really got you really have to put together a solid exit strategy to make sure you have a plan B in case your plan A doesn't work. Now, I love the show Shark Tank. I know you guys have seen it. I have seen it. I'm a huge Mark Cuban fan. And Mark Cuban, I mean, I consider to him a smart, business-savvy individual. He says, never jump into a business or never jump into a venture when you need to have a plan B. Which makes sense because if you're focusing on plan B, if you're focusing on your safety net, then how passionate can you possibly be in your business? I mean, pretty easy for a billionaire to say, but for us uh, hundred heirs and thousand heirs, uh, we don't have those resources to just go ahead and, and start uh, taking big risk like that financial risk um, with your future. So here's what I say. But make sure you've got a good, solid plan. Make sure you have a safety net, a financial safety net. A good rule of thumb would be have 90 days worth of pay. So 90 days to three months, 90 days, three months uh, worth of salary saved up just in case things don't work your way. And reach out to your network. Again, I keep saying that with LinkedIn, with Facebook, with Instagram, with even TikTok. Reach out to your to your network. Let them know what you're looking to do. Let them know if you're looking for a new job. Let them know if you're going to embark on a new business opportunity that you're going to start. But the key is to let people know this is not the time to be um, uh, to be quiet, to be quiet about what you do. This is the time for you to show off because you want everybody to know what you're looking into. And you'd be surprised how many people are willing to help you and actually get that started. So give that a shot. But when to quit a chaotic job, it, it, you know, if you don't have a plan set up, I would hold off on it. Right. Obviously, if you got some other issues looming, it really depends on your a financial situation and what's happening at work. Right. Because there's a lot of people who are at a job today that they hate, they cannot stand, but they just don't have the resources to leave like other people do. So I do understand that as well. But I guess what I'm saying is, is that just just have a plan ready because it's never been easier than it's been before. That didn't make sense. It's never been as easy as it is right now to uh, to uh, make sure that you have a life after the, the current job that you have right now. Um, so again, now, here's the other piece of it too, right? Because if you survive the layoff, obviously the organization is going to have some things for you to not necessarily consider, but, you know, they have plans for you. That's why you wasn't on the list. You just got to make sure that if you're still on the team, be a team player, if you survive that layoff, you got to make yourself a part of the future of the company and align what you want to do with what the leaders want you to do, hence why you're still there. But make no mistake, as soon as your services are no longer needed, you're next. And folks, it's not personal, obviously. I mean, yes, yeah, personal for you. It will be, be personal for me if I get laid off. But it's not personal from a perspective of they're doing it just to, you know, just to because they don't like it. You know, it, it's a, at, at the end of the day, they have a business to run and they have a fiscal responsibility to make sure that for-profit organization is in the green. So... I'm saying that because just because you survived this one, do not let your guard down. When I had my team back over at Transform, um, actually over at Sears Home Improvement, we survived a lot of layoffs, especially with Sears, an organization that has a uh, a not so good of a, of a reputation in Wall Street. 
But the only profitable business side of the business um, of the organization my team and I were a part of. And whenever we survived a layoff, uh, you know, I could tell that my team would let out a sigh of relief. And I will tell them never, ever let let out a sigh of relief when it comes to that. Always, always have your resume ready. Always be proactively building your resource, your, uh, your, your, uh, your uh, uh, networks. And always... Always, always, always keep your eye on what's going to happen in 12 to 24 months in the economy because that's going to give you a good idea of what kind of layoffs are or are not coming. But a sigh of relief should not be one of those things that you should be looking forward to. You should always be planning. So I think I beat that horse to death here, folks. And uh, so that said, I'm going to stop right here. Uh, I just wanted to go ahead and at least say that this is the last show of the year, by the way. Uh, we are taking a little winter break. Yes, I know. I know. I talked about it last on the last couple of shows. We are we are taking it taking a bite out of the uh, um, uh, production schedule that rivals that a bank, uh, a corporate entity or a government entity or even a school. Right. We're taking summer off springs off and um and uh, winters off so we're no different so this is the last show of 2022 folks we are coming back live on january 22nd jc and i will be back in the studio to bring you everything that 2023 has to offer and then some so that said thank you very much for your time this year Thank you very much for your support this and every other year that we've had. And we look forward to being here with you from 2023 and beyond. With that said, on behalf of JC, the rest of the HR Talk podcast crew and the Biasco Learning crew. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. See you next year. Goodbye.